Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode. Um, once again, doing this over the uh, over my phone. Um, having a little bit of computer problems at the moment, so I'm still trying to work through that. Um, I've been coming across lots of conspiracy theories and all this other stuff, and I know we covered a lot of this when I went into the ancient religions aspect of it, going over some conspiracies and stuff that have been going on. But this is what I really want to talk about, something that has been eating away at the Christian people. The, tr the believers that believe they are following the right path. And the unfortunate truth is we're all not following the true case of being Christian. Um, I know there's a lot of really good Christians out in the world. And I know that a lot of them are struggling and fighting. And some of them are still being martyred today. For their faith. But. Here's the truth. When God creates people. He creates them for a purpose. And our purpose is to minister the word. To the nations. And that goes without noticing that every single person that claims to be a Christian should be defending it. And by defense, I don't mean a defense of any malicious or violent acts. Christianity was never a violent religion from the early, from the early history. You can read from the early church fathers and before then... It's always been a pacifist religion. So when it comes down to that being a pacifist religion and trying to understand the concept of it, we need to understand how far we have fallen. Whether or not we have these beings walking among us, Things that will deceive us and bring us in negativity, whether our human natures themselves with our personalities, which will distinguish how we feel for each other, is not how we are supposed to identify to each other. As Christians, we're not supposed to conform to the world. And by conforming to the world, we realize that the world is changing evolving even and by evolving i don't mean it in the literal sense of the term evolution i'm saying evolving in t in terms of technology media um the the human aspect of everything that we have come to know in the past everything that is being shown to us today science is evolving now, when I say evolving, I don't, like I said, I don't mean it in a literal evolution. I mean it as it is, it's growing. It's changing and growing and being accepted by the world. 
And as it's being accepted by the world, us ourselves are conforming to it. The conformity that we have is wrong. And we need to stop this from things that go along with premarital sex to, you know, any kind of relations that are outside of marriage, any kind of violent acts or spite or greed or hatred that we have come to across, our emotions will lock us down into this and it blocks our calling. Now, there's been a lot of uh, skepticism with uh, love the sin or hate the sin. But there's also the parallel to that being love thy enemy and forgive your enemies. And when we understand this, we have to understand that the sin and um, the sin itself is the enemy of us. The people that commit the sin don't know better. There's plenty of people that I have talked to over the span of time, especially during this uh, pretty long absence of mine from making these uh, podcast uh, videos, things that you all listen to. And when I've come across talking to these people, they have very obscure and weird ways to interpret what the word of God is. And even but even after that, they have weird concepts that involve universalism and, you know, coexistence and all these other things that are, in one essence, destroying the fabric of what we believe. If we look at ourselves as people, and we look deep inside our pasts, we can see all the sins and all the horrible things that we have done in the past, to the fights that I had in elementary school, to me back-talking to my parents, to me running away from home at certain times, <clears throat> me and my dad fighting. Um arguing with my my mother at times you know um there's been plenty of things i i've done that were sinful <clears throat> and i regret them all and i'm not perfect but to admit my sins to all of you and for you all to grasp that even as i am i'm striving to become a better person and I hope that all of you people that are listening <clears throat> are repenting and confessing your sins to God as well. Because God is the one that is going to be able to forgive us. He's the one that is... He's the one that sacrificed his own son for this. And the sacrificing of his own son was... The most caring act that a parent could ever do. And 
It was more than just the spirit and the breath of life when it came down to Jesus. It was a part of God that was essential. When we understand that him and the Father are one, that their ideals and everything were in synchronization, and that's how we should be as a, as a church, as people, as Christians, as we should be united. We shouldn't be fighting over doctrines based on Joseph Arminius or John Calvin or Martin Luther or any of the early church fathers or the popes or the you know, the catechisms or any of the junk that we have been going on, we have the word of God. And the word of God is higher than any other doctrine that has been put out. We have people arguing over monotheism versus the Trinity. And we have people that are arguing in Islam that are saying that, you know, they don't understand the Trinity. And we try to explain it to them, but they can't seem to grasp it. Even though Allah itself in Arabic is a plural word. So we go into these aspects and we understand how these wordings and these concepts come into play and we see that the, everybody's turning a blind eye to their doctrines, their hadiths, their catechisms. They're believing things that were written after the scriptures. And even before, even after the scriptures were written and everybody was, you know, doing their things, we understand that Christianity only became violent after the Catholic Church started really pushing out the Crusades. So where is it that it says that we're going to be a violent religion? It doesn't say that. I mean, it does say that Jesus came to turn brother against brother and father against son, but he didn't mean it as in we're going to kill each other. He also said if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. So, as a calling, we have to understand that the, the depth of our consciousness and the depth of everything we have in our heart cannot be correct. Everything that we know is only a small fraction of what God knows. And even whatever we know is probably even less than a small fraction. It could not even be anywhere near correct of what God knows. But everybody wants to argue over their knowledge on scripture, their pride and their arrogance over, the, over what they have read, over what they believe, over what they see as truth. And they argue and argue and argue and want to fight over it. And why? Why is it such a fight for people to argue with their beliefs and because they believe in different doctrines or they make up their own beliefs with it? Why is it such a point that we need to argue and be against each other? Why can't we unite? Why can't we say, look, this is what the Bible says. Now let's 
come to a consensus and see which one matches. Of course, even if we do have sit down and have like a coalition type thing where we're all trying to work together, it still probably won't be right. And we're going to have people that are going to separate with different doctrines. But why are we arguing and fighting over it? Why are we saying the people that are Armenianists uh, are, aren't Christian? Why are we saying Calvinists aren't Christian? Why are we saying all this other stuff, you're not saved or you're not saved? I, I personally don't believe anybody in this right nature has any authority to tell you who and who isn't saved. Because that at the end comes to God himself. We have the authority to bring the gospel to people, to explain to them what God said and what Jesus has worked through and how everything has brought into full circle from Old to New Testament. We can bring into some of the doctrines that you guys follow, but they have to be backed up 150% by the, the Bible itself. You can't just say this is what I believe because this is what, you know, Joseph Armenia said, or this is what John Calvin said, so this has to be true. If you can back it with Scripture 150% and answer every question, then we have something. And I'm not here downing or bashing anybody that has a doctrine that they follow. If you follow Calvinism, if you follow Armenianism, if you follow... Lutherianism, if you follow, you know, Catholicism or being an Orthodox or whatever, you know, it's your prerogative. As long as you understand that Jesus is the sole mediator, he is the one that we're supposed to pray to. He's the one that Job begged for. A mediator. And as I was talking to a Muslim about the book of Job, they were explained, oh yeah, that's what you guys believe, that you need a mediator. And I'm like, well, it was written in the book of Job. And when we started uh, reading, she started reading it in Arabic, and I started reading it from the Bible. And as we were uh, going from Quran to Bible, she was like, oh yeah, you are right. The whole, the whole point of it being is that I have nothing against Muslims themselves as people. But their stories are watered down versions of what the Bible has told us. The Bible gives us a full consensus of the story and... The Quran are watered-down, summarized versions of it. That's nothing to downsize with the Quran or downsize, you know, the Muslim people. But <clears throat> when you don't know the full stories and you just have the small gaps in there, you're not getting the full story that God intended us to learn. <clears throat> And even though many Christians do not read the Bible or listen to God's advice or listen to their <clears throat> listen to their commandments or follow the religion, 
we understand that they are trying to, I don't know, I guess for the lack of a better term, claim to be Christian. And this is where these people need help. If I remember, they <clears throat> in um, the book of Revelation, they were referenced as lukewarm Christians. <clears throat> in other versions, they were known as Nicolaitans, which I would personally agree with the Nicolaitans to be paralleled to the Catholic Church. That's my personal belief. It's not that I condemn any Catholics because I know that there's plenty of Catholics that put Jesus first and they don't pray to the saints. In fact, <clears throat> I've been talking to a couple people from Italy that have actually put Jesus first and they say they don't pray to the saints. But but they do claim to be Roman Catholic, you know. And if they don't follow the whole doctrines and catechisms of the Catholic Church, then to me, that's just based on their comfort level. And based on comfort level, my grandfather was also raised Catholic, and he took the sinner's prayer, and he prayed to Jesus, and that was it, you know. So, do I believe that he went to heaven? Yes, you know, I do believe that because the concept of his belief was based in Christ and God and he was a very devout worshiper. However, he did attend Catholic Church over any other church and he grew up in the Catholic Church, so I'm, I'm assuming he just felt more comfortable there. Me personally... I would go to um, a Baptist church. That was where I felt more comfortable in my personal journey. And I have a very good pastor that has taught me and directed me in the correct ways. So, I go forward and I look. Well, whether we look through the Bible and look through all these other things, we have to understand that we as Christians, we have to stand united and we have to be strong. It is not about politics. It is not about the government. It's not about the stuff that we put before God. It's the things that God comes first. And as much as people want to say that they are voting for the people to put God first, those people are just as corrupt as any other person. And let's face the facts. All the people that are in politics, all the politicians in the world, they're conformed to the world. And this is where we need to unconform. We need to detract ourselves from the world. And we need to become different and stronger people. So, as this lesson goes and this weird podcast that I'm saying is being um, pushed out, it's basically meant just for everybody to understand that when you go outside, what do you see? Do you see the stores and the materials? the cars and do you see the things that you want or do you see the beauty in the world that God created and I want you to think about that honestly I don't want you to go out there and be like I see the beauty no I want you to go out there and truly see 
when you're walking around at Walmart, getting food at a grocery store, when you're, you know, walking in the parking lot and you see one of those brand new Jaguars or, you know, Nissan GTRs, you know, Mercedes, Lamborghinis, whatever it is that you see as a whole, what I want you to do is take that and decide what's more important, the beauty that's around the world or the things that the humans made in it. I can touch more upon this subject later, and if you do have any questions or concerns, you can email me at ministermartyr at gmail.com. Um, but at this point, I would pray and hope that anybody that's willing to accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, go into the episodes, find the sinner's prayer, and take it. And as, as it states for my analytics and everything, I would much rather see that little 10 15 minute um i think it's even less than that that little thing um be popped up to my number one because i would know more people have been taking that prayer to try to be saved than to try to get direct messages from me i'm here to try to guide everybody from the world religions and how they pertain to the Bible. But at the same time, I want you all to be right with God and be strong with God. So God bless you all. Have a good night. And remember, stop living in vain. Stop living in hatred. Stop living in pride and arrogance and correctiveness you know it's one thing to correct another christian it's another thing to be arrogant about it so god bless you all and have a good night